And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. It is your boy, Matty B. And sitting across from me is the guy, as always, the guy with four eyes, the guy with red hair. It is Locke. What's happening, my guy? Not much. Matt, Matty B, what's doing, mate? Not a lot is doing. We read an audible today. Another man has snuck into the chat. We've got Dave, Boston Celtics fame. Dave sitting in the chat as well. He had to come on to talk about his uh, Celtics at some point with this historic run. How are you, Dave? Doing well, man? Good, brother. Good luck. How you doing, brother? Good, mate. Good. Mate, happy to be here. This is great. I've, I've been pestering uh, you boys on Instagram, um, not to come on the <laughs> pod, but just with fantastic um, stats about Boston and, fantastic and their incredible run. Very loosely there. Very loosely. And you're extremely pro Marcus Smart stance as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hustle. <laughs> hustle. Hashtag hustle. Hashtag hustle. Oh, man. Well, as we do, as we start every Tuesday pod, Lock, tell me, break down your weekend for me, my guy. How's your weekend? Not much, man. It was a chill one, this one. Football was back. March Madness. No time to do anything else. Sat right in front of the TV and that was about it. Yeah, no wonder your eyes are so four and square. <laughs> Dave, what no, about you, man? before this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Duke, Duke, Duke. Final four. Um, mate, my weekend was good. We actually went away. It was supposed to um disappear six hours up north, but it got cancelled. So we got two and a half hours in and... Stayed at the in-laws holiday home for a couple of days and then scooted back down to back down to the cave. Lovely. So not what was planned, but yeah, good to get a, about four or five days off. Yeah, lovely. Good, good. Nice. And uh, not that anybody asked, but my weekend was good too. Thanks for asking. Well, you you cut me off, mate. So I was about nah, to say nah, 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 oh, no, one, no one ever asked the host. No one ever asked the host how they went. Usually I'm with Lachlan all weekend, but uh, this weekend I was actually with the Piss King Shawnee. So um, it was Shout good. It, it felt weird because uh, I felt like I was cheating. Um, but you know what? Locke didn't want to see me. So that's fine. I've got options. He needs it's to no better relationship. It's all right. We, you see other people, I'll see other people. Happy days. Ah, well, I mean, happy for you, maybe. Sean, <laughs> Sean doesn't touch me the same way you touch me. So let's. Uh, he will one day. He, yeah, actually, he might one day. He might. All right. Well, as we said on the last Tuesday pod, today is random date party. Um, we haven't organized anything for random date party, but for those that are keeping score at home, today's the day that we set the random date to be like, hey, if we're still doing this podcast now, happy days. We made it and we've made it. So we'll be moving off Zoom after this. So happy days to everybody. Happy days to you, Locke. Happy days. Welcome, Dave. So we're just kicking on, kicking on and moving it, moving and grooving. Um, we do have the round ball today, but before we get to the round ball, as always, we'd like to thank the people at the Cover AU for you know, doing what they do. They share our shit. They, uh, they like our shit some, for some reason. You guys like our shit for some reason. So keep coming back. We, we love to have you. Locke, you got any, uh, any shout outs you want to do for this fine Tuesday? No, shout out to us. Shout out to Dave and let's get going. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for uh, not <laughs> covering that while I was drinking. That one, I didn't That's know fine. That wow. Quick, okay. I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Kill the movie magic left, right, and center. Dude, it's all right. All right. All right. Well, as we do for the Tuesday pod, we're going to start with the year now report. Uh, so, with the year now report, Dave, as you know, you've been listening. We cover I topics. listen every week, mate. We cover topics. You say yeah, you say nah, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So, topic numero uno with Kyrie being eligible for home games, are the Nets a serious playoff threat? Yeah, nah, I'll throw to Dave first. Yeah, 
Yeah. Tell us why, brother. Tell us why. Uh, mate, they worry me. They worry me when you've got a full strength side there, especially the fact Benny Simmons might be back maybe a week or two after or into the playoffs. Um, mate, Corey's a different baller. Best dribbler, mm. best ball handler in the league, best ball handler for a long time. Mm. Um, I think not only that, it's just going to give the boys a huge morale boost, yeah. knowing that they got Kyrie, you know, down in Brooklyn. Um, obviously took him everywhere by San Fran, but knowing that they've got him got him in home and away games leading into, you know, the, the, the money games, mm-hmm. um, mate, they, they worry me. There's, there's probably, I mean, we, you know, we text a lot and I get a lot of, you know, one eye is green and the other eye is probably light green. Um, <laughs> Both eyes are green. Don't fucking flatter yeah. yourself. <laughs> I, I do turn green when I get angry. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, that does count. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, Mate, they worry me. They're, they're one of they're one of the teams that that worry me for for a Boston to come in. Obviously, yeah, um, Boston played in the other week, and JT scored both of both KD and Kyrie. Um, we'll save that for later just on. To, just to yeah, just had to sneak that in. But, mate, they're one of the they're, they're one of the teams that really worry me. Um, mate, mate, moving in the playoffs, so it's um it's a scary thought. Mm, what about you, Lockie? Yeah, on now uh, on Kyrie being making the Nets a serious playoff threat? I think, yeah, for sure. Pretty much everything Dave said. I mean, we touched on the Nets a couple of weeks ago and I was saying I didn't think they could do it with Kyrie as a part-time player and Ben Simmons, you know, not playing. Mm. But having Kyrie back, like the games he's played recently, he just drops 50. Yes. Like he had 50 with like 19 shots. Like, yeah. how do you guard that? And then you put two on him and, oh, no, Durant's free. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, they got, they got some great pieces there. Uh, all of them involved in the hardened trade with Andre Drummond and Seth Curry as well. Like mm-hmm. they're really going to be hard to stop. I feel bad for the high seed that gets them first round. Yeah. That's what I'm worried yeah. about. Cause they, they looking at it now, like Boston sitting in first, mate, we could end up with Brooklyn first round. Yeah, that would be an scary. amazing first round. Like, it would be amazing, but the- it's probably it's probably not what you want. I, I could see Boston taking in a couple of games and not land in the first seed. Yeah, so. <laughs> it would make sense. It would make sense as well for Brooklyn to drop that first playing game, especially considering it's Toronto right now, because Kyrie still can't play in Canada. It's the only place that he can't play. So if they drop that one, the only things that I would say that hurt the Nets are they have a depth issue. Okay, sure, they solidified it a little bit mm-hmm. with Seth Curry. Patty Mills is doing all right. The great god that is Goran Dragic is, is the dragon. like the dragon. Um, he's day to day every week, that guy. Yeah, but <laughs> on the days that he plays, he gives you plenty of production. Um, but they, I just don't think they have any like decent forward depth. And in the 21 games that Kyrie has played, they're 9 and 12 with him. So they have a losing record with Kyrie playing. So I don't know. Read into it what you will. I still obviously, still obviously like a Nets team with Kyrie is much better than a Nets team without Kyrie, um, no matter what the numbers say. How about if Ben Simmons play? Does, right. does that ben, change your if, mind at all if Ben plays? If Ben Simmons plays, then Kyrie turns into like 99 Double one Allen Iverson. They play him at the two and Ben Simmons just goes fucking havoc playing that Bruce Bowen role. And like Bruce Bowen can give you what? 12, five and five on any given night. You put that in Ben Simmons body and you've got 24, 10 and 10 on any given night. Yeah. Like and it's, you've still it's got, ridiculous. You've still got Brown oh, off look. the bench. You've still got Bruce off the bench there, which helps with their depth as well. And not to mention, oh, look, there's KD in the corner. Or there's Kyrie in the corner. Or there's Seth Curry in the corner. Like, come on. Are you serious? The the East playoffs are going to be a bloodbath, man. It's going to be crazy. It is going to be a bloodbath. It's it's going to be insane. All hinges on Ben Simmons coming back, I think, on how much of a threat they're going to be. Mm, Yeah, no, I think think it does. I think I, I can still see them going to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. 
um, it, it'll be, but it'll be a much tougher road for sure. For sure. It'll be a much tougher road. And it's so strange around him. I was like everything to do with Ben Simmons. It's so weird. Like he's, he's back and then it's been an issue for a while. And then apparently he might be back for the playoffs, but they don't know. It's just, Mm. it's really weird. Mm, no, it kind of it kind of shows you that he um like his injury was legit because if it wasn't he'd be straight in that uniform straight on the court. Yeah, mm. and and I I thought he would be too. Like we talked on here after the Harden and Simmons trade that I thought he'd play you know five five games after the trade, but the fact he's yeah. still not out there and the fact that they do kind of need him. Well, he's still not doing five on five practice. Yeah, like he still... tells a lot, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Steve Nash is in his corner, which is really good because he's got all the same similar back issues to what Steve Nash had at the latter part of his career. And he knows how quickly that derailed his career. So for a guy that's 25 being years old, to, as well, yeah, and being 6'10", it's, yeah, it's big toughies for sure. Big toughies. Um, all right, well, just a little yeah, nah here because I had to slip in something about my Agua Caliente Clippers. I heard today Paul George is on the comeback. Are we yeah or no nah on a Paul George comeback this year? Or do we just ice him for the rest of the year? What do we reckon? Anyone jump in? If you can bring back Paul George and Kawhi, say yeah to both. With Paul George, if he's fit, I'd still want to be cautious about him. Mm. Like I'd rather have him at 110% next year than 98% now, if you know what I mean. Yeah. To, to come into the play-in and, and kind of make the first round interesting. That's all he'd really do, I think. But if you had them both coming back, bring them both back. Come on, make the first two rounds interesting. <laughs> for sure. First we'll two see. rounds. For the 10 weeks he played, Five weeks he was a top three MVP candidate. The other five weeks he was maybe like player six hundred in a league of six hundred. So it was, <laughs> he, it was a tough he went undrafted in fantasy. Yeah, well, yeah, he did. That was Is tough. It, who? Did, so, so someone ended up picking him up, did he? Paul uh, George, or they just left him? Oh no, no, no someone picked know. him up. No, someone, someone picked him up. I'm just saying that's you know with, with uh, in relation to what what Matty was saying, he's the top three MVP, and the others yeah. would have gone undrafted. I, I reckon it's a no from me. I only bring Paul George back if Kawhi comes back as yeah, as, yeah. as a franchise. I'm, I look at it and go, all right, we're sitting eighth. We're in the plane. We're probably going to stay in the plane. Um, bringing him back and and stump, and you know, like I said, like, like I said, for a couple of games, um, mate. If you bring him both of them back, mate. Yeah, going home. Scary, scary. Imagine yeah. being in the play in yeah. and you got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George looking across from you, and you're like, "Yeah, no, I'm good." Hey, like you got the Pelicans, you got the Lakers. It's yeah. If Pelicans, if Kawhi yeah. if Kawhi is okay, and this whole time it's just been like, I'm fucking telling you, I ain't playing any two games. I'm just gonna play the 16 that matter. Or 18 if you're in the play The load management king. Kawhi the load Leonard. management king. Play give, that man, That's it. give that man the crown. <laughs> like, holy shit. Um, but, I mean, we've said it every week, and I'm going to keep saying it. Caps off to Ty Lu. The fact that you have taken this Argo Caliente Clippers to nearly 500, I think we're 19 and 23 since Paul George went down. Like, it's it's unbelievable the growth that we've seen from Avicii Zubac, Reggie Jackson, uh, Marcus Morris Sr. It's just, yeah, it's names that you don't want to see growth from in, in this context. But, you don't expect I mean, we'll to see take growth it. from, I guess. Nah, yeah. but I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. <laughs> All right, let's push on to the next part of the year in our report. I know exactly where Dave's going with this, so I'm going to go to Lachlan first. Yeah or nah on Devin Booker being in the MVP conversation? I mean, he could be in the conversation, but I don't think he's high in the conversation. You I don't think, think he's I high? I think he's top five. I don't think. I just... Is top five his ceiling top. for his career? Not for his career, for this season. I think he could definitely have a career. I think he could have a career year where he does this again. 
Mm. And I mean, if he does this again next year where you don't have Giannis and Jokic and Embiid going ham, like that could be enough. I think you're going to have Giannis and Embiid and Jokic going ham. I think you are. But also the NBA loves loves a new shiny toy. And if Devin Booker comes out and does this next year, it's kind of like, oh, well, he had a great year last year. We didn't really respect him enough then. He's doing it again. He hasn't won Mm. one before. Let's throw the narrative behind him. Mm. Mm. I just think, I think he suffers from, everyone's got this perception that the the Suns do it by committee and do it as a team, which they do to an extent. Mm. But most of it is Devin Booker just being that dude. He is that dude. He is definitely that dude. Now, Dave, before I throw to you, I'm going to throw a few stats out, okay? We don't often get extremely analytical on this pod, but I'm going to do it, okay? So historically, any player who has averaged 25-5-5 on an 80% win team has won the MVP, okay? Funnily enough, Devin Booker is averaging 26-5-5 on nearly 4.9, actually, in assists. On, on nearly 50-40-90. Okay. His MVP case is gone. I appreciate that. The Suns... It's, it's gone. 4.9. <laughs> he's out. Uh, okay, well, it's, it's, it's over 25 points anyway. But the Suns currently are a 61-win team. They have seven games left, and the franchise record is 63. Now, of those seven games, they have the Warriors, the Grizzlies, Thunder, that's a win. The Lakers, that's a win. The Clippers, that's a hard loss. The Jazz, that's a win. And the Kings, that's a win. You probably beat the Warriors... You may not beat the Grizzlies, all right? So they're scratching a 66-plus win team. How's the case looking? Could he be MVP? He won't be. He could be, but he won't be. He's definitely top five. Um, you can't go past... So you can't go past at the moment, Joel Embiid, Jokic. Um, it, it's scary. I'm not even going to put Tatum in the conversation. Like it, He won't be. Can he be potentially, but he's a top five candidate, mate. He's on absolute fire of late. Mm. I think Locke, what Locke said before is it's spot on. It's a team. Suns are a team. DeAndre, mm. like they're big three at the moment. Like, but Chris Paul, Chris Paul's name overshadows Booker's yeah. ability to win MVP. Even the fact that they're 11 and four without CP in the last stretch. Yeah, no one looks at that. It's like, oh, CP3's back. CP3's got 20, 27 assists in his first two games back, something stupid like that. Yeah, thank um, you for those in my other fantasy league, by the way, Chris Paul. I really appreciate that. Yeah, That's appreciate great. that. Speaking of fantasy league, I'm in the big dance this no, week. No, no, this is not oh, a fantasy pod. I think his uh, wounds are a bit, a bit it's sore. Not a fantasy they're a bit fresh, are they, Matty B? Oh, yeah. bro. Wait, no. So tell, them, tell the truth, Dave. How did you get in? How did you get in? We drew four all, and then because I won, I didn't I won play on head to head in the last two day. games. Because I forgot to set my team for an entire day. I it's not you, still, you, still, you still had players playing. I had left 130 points, 30 plus rebounds, and 30 plus assists on the bench. It, take, it takes focus to win a championship. should have blown you out of the water. And who's in the final? I should have blown <laughs> you out of the water. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, I think CP3's. Um, Stature in the game overshadows Booker. Potentially, look, is Booker as good a player with CP3 if he's not there anymore? That's something we were going to find out. Mm. Um, I, I think he's a top five, but I don't think I don't I don't actually, I don't think he'll ever win it. I don't think he will come close to winning it. I just think the facts of Embiid and Jokic, these big guys who are putting up stupid numbers, assists, rebounds, points per game, and just dominating the league. I think you're going to see you're going to see those Giannis. You're going to see those guys look. Even Luca can't get looking, mm, which is yeah, kind of yeah. scary. They're, they're, probably probably going to be the best months. white man ever. Right, the, um, sweet, the, mate, sweet, the sweet tea king. Yeah, if he can't get a look in, I don't know who, who can get can, a look in. Like, fire can, out. Can who's your, who's your top five right now? Oh, for I'll, me, go, I'll, 
Oh, no, you, you go, go first, you go. buddy. No, 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 ladies first. You go, you go. All right, cheers. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go probably in in no particular order yet. Probably like Jokic, Giannis, um, Embiid. I think Booker is probably fifth. Oh, no particular order, but Booker's fifth. Booker's fifth. I think he's the oh. least out of it. I don't, maybe he's fourth. I don't know. That fifth spot's tough because there's a few guys who, like you said, like Lucas kind of on that verge there. Jar's kind of on that verge, but Jar's team performance with him not there really hurts him. Like the mm. fact that mm. they don't seem to miss him, mm. it's really strange. Yeah. But I mean, the crazy thing about D-Book is it's been five years since he dropped 70. Yeah. It's, he dropped 70 in 2017. Yeah, that's insane. It's, yeah. That's gross. Uh, yeah, my five. I mean, it looks pretty well the same. It's it's Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, uh, Booker, definitely, and then yeah, you've got a bunch of fringe guys. I mean, you've got Demar as well's in there. Nah, I don't think Demar makes a conversation. Dem- had- Demar's Demar's kind of yeah, he's had a shit month. Yeah. I mean, you've got you've got scoring title thirty seven year old LeBron. He's I think he needs a lot of like, but he's always in the conversation. Yeah, I think uh, the as you said, you got too. you got Jar, you got Luca. Um, you know, if Donovan plays a full season, you may even have Donovan there. I mean, uh, regardless of how underwhelming the Jazz have been, he I think Dave's getting fucking, angry that neither of us mentioned Tatum. He's, uh, but I'm, no. get, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Jason Tatum <laughs> as well. Like he's obviously Tat- like Tatum's. Tatum's finer in that four, five, six, seven, eight mark at the moment. I think yeah. his March, his form in March puts him potentially in the top five into the conversation. But you're not going to go past those, you know, those three. Giant and we haven't humans. even mentioned like Kevin Durant or the historic season that Steph Curry's had as well. Like as we say, the NBA loves narrative. Three thousand threes. Like everybody gave it to him after he hit that three thousand yeah, three. And everyone gave it to him the first the first month of the season, didn't they? Yeah, it was Steph Curry's to lose, and unfortunately, he's lost, lost it. it. Lost yeah. it. <laughs> what, um, speaking about scoring, you, I, I was um, watching. I was watching the Boston game, and you know. JT Tatum's leading the he's the leading scorer in the NBA, but the award goes to the average. What thoughts? What do you yeah, reckon? I, I mean, you've got to it's got to be sustained, right? Like it's got to go. I think it. Yeah, but I think it's pretty shit because you know you someone someone could play thirty five games mm. and win the scoring title based on points points per game. Is that no, how think, many you have to play? 30, I think at least I think it's 65. I think you have to play at least 80% of games. I think it's 65. Well, we'll look, we'll look into that, but yeah. it's based on something like that. Like, whereas back in, in the old days, it used to be on how many points you scored. So you look at the you look at the NRL, which you guys, you know, you guys chat about on Thursday, leading point scorer. It's how many points you score, not average per game. Yeah. I do, yeah, I, do, I, I, I don't mind that actually. The most, the most points in the season sounds like a cool reward, doesn't it? Mm. Like most points scored, it and, does, and it kind it, of for me it does than average, yeah, yeah, mm. and, and it rewards guys who play more games, right? I guess than guys who, who sustainable sneak into that eighty percent amount, yeah, yeah. Like Trey Young, Trey Young, look, I think Tatum's there by six points or something. Trey Young's just behind, so then Trey Young's probably going to drop thirty or forty tomorrow, and then that pushes him ahead. So we kind of see a race where when you're seeing a percentage, um, a points per game race, you, you're not going to see anything because it's literally going to take. 10 to 12 oh, games for someone to overtake. I beg to differ. The scoring title last year came down to the last game. Stephen Curry went off the night before and then Bradley Beal shut the bed. Only put up like 24 or whatever. He needed to put up, I think it was like 38 or something. He had to put up in order to win it. And but How cool would it be going into the last game of the season? You got five players up potentially up for a scoring title. Yeah. And you got someone like Hawks who are in the plane or on the cusp of, and you just give Trey Young the ball and hope he drops 85. 
Yeah. I kind of like it when teams feed guys too. I don't mind that. I know people get heated over it, but like, I don't mind. Yeah, guys I don't want to see an 11 seed fucking giving up 85 points to Trey Young. I don't need to uh, see that. Kobe's the last game of the season, mate. They gave him 600 points. Don't you dare. Don't <laughs> you dare disrespect and the Black Marbles. Third best, best player of all time. No, I think you're saying best wrong. Okay, the, the the best numero uno. I think third's generous, Dave. Numero uno. You you you're saying best. No, you go fourth. He's behind us, there, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! All right. Well, something else that goes towards Devin Booker's MVP case is that historically, sixty-six win teams uh, go on to win the title. So, if he doesn't make an MVP, could he win the finals MVP? Is that more realistic? I think Chris. Paul, I think no matter how the Suns play, Chris Paul will win that award. I think no matter I no matter how no matter how Chris Paul plays in the finals, if they win the finals, Chris Paul gets finals MVP. I think it's a lifetime achievement award for him. Wow. That's I think I think for Booker to win finals MVP, he needs to drop 35 every game. Yeah. Yeah. 10 boards and you know 10 assists because CP3 is going to get 14, 15 assists a game. And I think it's just going to be a here you go, high five. It's like LeBron. Yeah. Every time LeBron plays, he gets most of the time he gets MVP in a, in a final. Like, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I think I Chris know. Paul would have to play real. He'd have to miss a lot of the games. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I being think- Chris Paul, he might. Yeah, he might. He might. He might. Cameron Payne might come up. The new yeah. CP. The new CP. The new CP. CP one five. Yeah. Don't sleep on CP1. Do you think he could win finals MVP? Like, real, like no, realistically. realistically? No, I do. I do. I 100% do because he he's the guy. We, we have been saying this for the last 10, 15 minutes. I have a long we spent on this segment. He is the guy, regardless of what Chris Paul, you know, 27 assists in two games and what he brings to the team. He's still the guy. He was still there for the 11 and four. I think he sat out maybe two of those games due to like, like fatigue. He's, he's still the guy. So there's no like they're together. They're even deadlier. They're they're 31 and six in clutch time. Like it's that stat alone is gross, mm. and it's not even close. They're 17 plus points per game over the Bucks, who are second. Like it, like in clutch time, they're 31. They're plus 31 or something, and the Bucks are like plus 15. Like it's it's not even fucking close. So and and Devin Booker's been the guy to take the shot, fucking 60 percent of the time. So he's he's the guy. And and coming up against those teams in the East, I don't think that they've got – I can't think off the top of my head like a shooting guard that can defend Devin Booker or the system that the that the Suns win. That yeah, the no, Suns I'm, I'm not saying he's not going to go off. I just think that Chris Paul – it's it's Chris Paul's to lose as well. If they make the finals and win, it's kind of like in the NRL how, how most of the time the halfback is, will win the Clive Churchill, right? Mm. Because that's just how they and the quarterback will win the Super that's, Bowl MVP. That's not, that's not, yeah, yeah, that's what they look at. It's just like yeah. in um, in in football in soccer, the you know player of the year is usually a striker with the most stats, you know, with mm. with the most goals, most assists. Whereas you're overlooking that little defending, you know, the defender, the genius, or you know, the goalkeeper, or whatever it may be. It just happens. Like quarterback, like yeah, sure, like you, you win the Super Bowl, but I'm pretty sure someone had to catch those balls the quarterback was throwing. Yeah. I don't know. I just it's Devin Booker. I love Devin Booker. I can't like I wear number one now. He's, he's in your fantasy team. That's why you love. He's in my fantasy team. I wear, I wear number one because of Ant. And Too Devin bad Booker he now. didn't get you to the finals, like Matt. Sorry, mate. Uh, 
he got me to the finals. <laughs> he got he got me to the real finals in our in our men's league. Speaking of, let's go on a little tangent of the men's league. So we got jerseys delivered, Dave. I got to tell you this because um, for those astute listeners that that pay attention, uh, you're also my PT. So you have uh, grown my little tree trunks, and I greatly appreciate that. <laughs> so we got these we got these uh, basketball fits, and last time we ordered online, that there were traditional American basketball shorts. So they were down below the knees, like it was it was mid nineties shit, right? So we we all look like white Allen Iversons. Yeah, like, it was great. Yeah, the Fab Fab the Fab Four Fab Five, yeah, in, uh, five Michigan. Yeah, that was it, fab right? Five. So except you know we're all. Lanky white dudes are walking out in the court, so we're not the five whatsoever. <laughs> so, so Lock and I, I were like, we're gonna, we're gonna big brain this, right? We're gonna, we're gonna go two sizes lower, so that they're like, they're nice, they're form fitting shorts. Like we're moving, right? These <laughs> Dave shorts, Stacey knows where this is going. These shorts, I shit you not, look like a g string while I'm wearing them on the court. Like <laughs> they make, they make my legs look massive. So I'm gonna we, take we that. May, we may have to oh post them on God. socials and post, you know, a content. You need to. Morning. I need to say. I, but, it needs oh to be my up. God, these things like they look like they're, 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 they're And I shorts. run, <laughs> I run, and they and they ride up. Like I, I shit you not, there is half an inch difference when I don't have my jersey tucked in. There is half an inch difference from the bottom of the jersey to the bottom of the shorts. They are fucking small. They're little hot they pants. Are they, are they are hot pants. I, uh, I was wearing them, and and some of the wives at the game were like, "Did you wear Ella's bed shorts to today's game? Like, what the hell is going on right now?" And I was like, "Well, if if they were, they would rip." So, um, yeah, it's a it's a sight. We'll definitely have to post that up on the socials. Post it up on the socials. Um. Now, Segway Kings, you know what's another site right now? The Pelicans being a playing threat. What the fuck is going on with the Pelicans right now? So are we last thing on the ENR docket, are we are we on the Pelicans being a playing threat? Dave? Play in threat, 100 percent Down Play 20 against the Lakers. Yes. Yeah, I read they, it on uh, Twitter that they put they put up something about um they put up something about you know um you know, Boston is always check and it's, and it rolls in and it's yeah. some dude comments is like, dude, the Pelicans are down by 20 against Lakers. Lakers are going to win the league. And then <laughs> eight minutes, la- eight minutes later, that's a bold mate, take. It's a bold game, take. Game over. Mate, oh, how man. good? No, no Zion. Will he come back? Who knows? Um, mate, they're there. They're there to stay. They've got a good squad. Even their, their bench players are coming in. They, the bench players are stepping up. Um, Mate, oh, arguably, arguably deeper than the Lakers. Arguably, like they potentially, yeah, they're they're really good. So, yeah, I'll I'll rattle off what you were what you were saying there. So they uh, even outscored the Lakers in the third. So in the third quarter, the Pelicans scored forty three points. The Lakers scored thirty nine points in the whole second half. That's how much of a fucking drop off happened for the Lakers there. They were down. They they had the Pelicans by twenty three and the and the Pelicans stormed back. What do you reckon, uh, Locke? No Zion. CJ's found his home as a primary ball handler. What do you think of uh, of the Pelis and the play in chances? Oh, I think they make the play in. They look good. And today, like they could have easily just folded. Their team people don't really have high expectations of down twenty to the Lakers. Yeah, cool, whatever. Like we'll pack it up. But they fought back. They clawed back. They won. CJ looks really good as the primary guy too. Mm, yeah. He and does. I mean, I like a few of those pieces there. Brandon Ingram, the most forgetful superstar in the league. You always just forget that he's around. Um, <laughs> you might. Some of us don't. I do, bro. It's, honestly, I just don't know. Oh, that's right. They got that superstar on their team. Um, they look great. And Zion's windmill dunk that he posted on socials the other day. That was gross. Incre- apparently, he wasn't supposed to do that, though. Apparently, he got in trouble. Well, okay. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't 
cleared for for basketball activities and he throws down that on socials. Yeah, well, it's yeah. it looks like he's pretty well cleared for basketball activities. I think activities. he's cleared. And I mean, this he was like a trim too. Like, yeah, this, like for Zion. this team... This team with him on it are going to be really scary next year, and I hope they mm. I hope they get a full off season of health and they can work with some sets. That's a scary big three: CJ, mm. um, Zion, and Brandon. Yeah, no, it could be it could be something good. And they have recently signed Jose Alvaro to uh, a four year extension. Yeah, yeah, he balled the other day against Spurs. Yeah, he's he was a class. Uh, my favorite thing is the clip of him when D'Angelo Russell is like trying to defend him. He's like, can he shoot? Can he shoot? He's yeah. like, yes, I can. And then drains the three in his face. <laughs> yeah. That was his first game, wasn't it? That was his first NBA game. Nah, he played, played a handful, but he yeah. hadn't played that many. And it, and there was no scouting on him. That's, no. that's, and like D'Lo came out in a press conference. He's like, look, I meant no disrespect. I just, I just don't know. Who I literally have no idea who the fuck you are. So, um, but yeah, his contract's really weird. So he's getting, I think I read that it's 800K for the rest of the year, but it's like a four year, $15 million extension. So his last two years is like a guaranteed um, four and a half million in each year. So it's, yeah, I don't know. I read the structure of it and I was like, wow, that is not in NBA terms. That's not a lot of money, but I mean, throw four years, 15 million my way. I'll be fucking fine with that. Mate, <laughs> three, four years, 800, 800K <laughs> years my way. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm in, yeah. <laughs> I'll be out there, I'll sign. be out there sweeping the floors, dishing out high <laughs> fives, doing, doing that. Give me, oh, doing oh, that don't don't give me any, in, don't give me any minutes. Face. Yeah, don't yeah. give me, yeah. I'll be there. I won't even suit up. I'll just, oh, I'll just no. be waving the towel around. No, no, I want to warm up. I want to warm up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking at the docket and it looks like we've reached that part of the show where I think we need to discuss the Boston Celtics. Now, this comes with great pain because I'm actually sitting here in a Jason Tatum jersey because the Celtics have been unfucking believable. All right, and you got absolutely swindled by Dave into wearing. And a I did, jersey. I I did get swindled in wearing a Celtics jersey, but that's fine. Since so, I just this is the most alarming stat to me. All right, this one right here, on the seventh of January, they were the eleventh seed. The eleventh seed. Did you guys hear that in the back? Eleven. Currently, beating the Timberwolves today, and because Philly lost, I mean, you got lucky because Philly lost, but. They're the first. They played seed. the Suns. They're the first seed. They're number one. They've gone twelve and two since the All Star break. They've gone twenty nine and nine in twenty twenty two. What the hell, Lock? Do we need to start throwing flowers at the uh, at the Boston Celtics? Where even, even if we should, we still won't. We're a big hockey <laughs> Boston pod, but we are wow. a big. But I mean, I keep waiting for the wheels to fall off, and and I know it's. It's been a couple of months, but it hasn't yet. And it's looked consistent. It's looked sustainable. It's yeah. I, I convince us, Dave. Convince coming. us how. Convince us how the Boston Celtics are going to go to the NBA Finals because I still, I personally, and I've said this to you many occasions. You could take the Miami Heat off my list of teams that they can't beat, but I still don't see them getting past the Milwaukee Bucks or the Philadelphia 76ers. I can't. I can't say. I can't see them beating them in a seven-game set. But this is your turn. To convince us, you got to convince us right now. 
I, I, I was with Locke for a little bit. Like I was watching gaming. I watched every game live. Gaming game out, and I'm just waiting for the wheels to fall off. <laughs> I'm waiting. For, I'm, wa- I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Tatum to shoot 23 percent from the field. I'm waiting for Brown to have six turnovers because sometimes he can't ball handle. Mm. I'm waiting for Marcus Smart to headbutt someone. You know, I'm waiting. Why not have to Wo- wait much longer for that? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting, Robert. Touch wood, but Robert Williams, he's out tomorrow. But, you know, Robert Williams to, you know, do a big toe like he always does and kicks the ground and he's out with turf toe for six weeks. Do you mean um, non-future all-star Robert Williams? Is that who you mean? Oh, no, the future all-star. We'll get into his stats <laughs> bit later on. Um, but, mate, like you said, the last 28 games, they're 24 and 4. All right? That is crazy. From the 11th seed in the first seed, Miami on Thursday morning, I think, our time, which is a big game because that'll probably – almost decide who's going to be that number one seed potentially mm-hmm. um, just looking at Boston's draw on, the, on you know, their run in. Um, mate, the, the thing is, is that Boston, are, they're playing as a team. They've got the best defensive rating in the league, the second best uh, plus minus. Um, it, it's scary because they're playing such a unit. Um, they're not reliant. Yeah. Tatum's putting up 30 points a game. Jalen Brown's putting up 30 points a game. They actually broke the, um, Boston Celtics all-time record for a duo scoring 30 points in each game. Um, and they're already up to eight and the record was five. Yeah, right. So, wow. Seems like it should be yeah. higher than that. It does seem they, like it Yeah, I, when I heard team, five, Boston, I was like, yeah, well, that's, that's pretty shit. Maybe yeah. I maybe I deserve four, four and a half mil instead of 800 k <laughs> so like but I was just like you know things like that, like Brown's balling, Tatum's balling, they're playing as a team. Now you got Peyton Pritchard who's in not today's game, but the last six games, he's been the leading fourth quarter scorer for Boston. He's come off the bench and hit, I think he's, got, he's hit 12, 12 points, 14 points, 16 points. He, he's shooting it. I think he's in the, he's in the top 15 of the um, best three-point shooters in the league with, funny enough, Grant Williams, whoever would have fucking thought that. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you got players stepping up when they shouldn't be stepping up, um, and it looks like it, it's going to hold. And I think it's going to hold whether they're going to get out of the East. I don't know. I think it's scary. The East is stacked. If they're in the uh, the West and they pl- then they play, you know, they probably play the Suns in the final. And get all awesome. the Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see the NBA finals. Um, but it's like it's good. one little one little stat that I really enjoy is um, when Horford plays, Marcus Smart plays, Brown, Tatum, and Robert Williams. So when they're starting five starts, they're stupid. Their record all season, they've only played thirty four games together, and their record is twenty eight and six. Oh, that's insane! Jesus. That's crazy, and that's against all. But that's against playoff teams. That, that's that's crazy. When all five of them play, that's twenty eight and six. Like yeah. that, that's that's stupid. Yeah, that is stupid. I just don't know. I, the thing that worries me, and as it does with like every playoff run, right, is how are you going to go defending in a seven game series, right? How are you gonna how are you gonna keep up? How are you gonna keep sustainable? Like the month of March, I'll flowers straight to Jason Tatum, and that's why I'm wearing a Tatum jersey. The month of March. The, the Mandem has averaged 34 points per game, near seven rebounds, near five assists on like 54, nearly 50% from three and 90 from free throw. Like he has been phenomenal. Okay. And he's made, he was push. 31, he was 31% from three early on in the year. And yeah, that's, like 40, that's 41%. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gross. Right. It's, and I told you at the start, I told you at the start, people are like, Oh, what's going wrong with Jason Tatum? I'm like, 
he, the boy's put on a lot of size. It's going to show. Mm. He's going to throw his shooting mechanics out. I, I don't care what people say. Like you, you put on size, you lose a little bit of coordination. It's going to take a little bit of time to to figure that figure that shit out. Mm. And I didn't think it would actually come as good as what it is. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I I don't know. I'm still not. I'm not convinced. It's it's a fantastic run. <laughs> But uh, look, what do you what do you recommend? Do you reckon does they convince you with the twenty eight and six? Their defense has been impressive, and it's been against top teams as well. As Dave said, it's not like what the Bulls are doing against the lower teams; they're mm. actually doing this against finals teams. Yeah, and I mean, and having that defense is a great base in case you do get a game where Tatum shoots twenty percent from three. Like to yeah. have the defense as your backbone already there. I mean, at, at what point is it? kind of this is what they do now. Like, mm. this might not be a stretch. This might be who they are, at least for the end of this season. I mean, uh, Peyton Pritchard has looked amazing. And I think he's going to have he's going to have a huge social media playoffs run. He's going to be that that white boy that's in all the TikToks and all the Instagrams, like that, um, like the dude that played for the Peacocks. He's going to end up all over <laughs> everything just because no one's heard of him. He's a bold white dude out there draining threes. Like, yeah. Yeah. As Mate, you look at the, you look at their be. stats. Look at their stats now. I'm looking at their stats. One out of their last thirty odd games, even when they're losing, they've kept every team under about 115 points. Which is, in in today's NBA is insane. Teams get 115. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay, and they, lo- and they lost they lost to the Pacers 128 to 107. That was just one of those games where nothing worked. <laughs> Then before that, we're talking like even even to some points in January where they're just trying to figure their shit out. They just couldn't shoot, but they could defend. Now they've figured out their their, their offense with, and I think a big um big thing has come is that Marcus Smart has actually realized he can't shoot. Oh, and then so he's got to just I, I, he's yeah. got to it for four years. Line, I think it's only taken him four Marcus years. Smart knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, so, oh mate. Uh, my boy, my boy, Rob Williams, future all star. I wanted to put a five grand bet on, but Maddie, Maddie B didn't want to do that. I can't no, make I can't money. I would have taken five that. Grand down. I would have taken that. Oh, I'm not. I'm not that. Mate, uh, Rob, Rob Williams is the leading NBA in true shooting. He's something like seventy six and a half percent. Yeah, I know he shoots from thirty six centimeters away from the rim yeah. most of the time. <laughs> All right, but mate, the man is an absolute beast. Second in blocks in the league. Um, I think it's number 16 or 16 or 18th pick. I think he's, for us, I think he's been, he's, when he doesn't play, I get more worried than someone like maybe Brown or Horford doesn't play. And he's not playing tomorrow against the Raptors. Oh, that's that's going to be a tough game too. Yeah, and Tatum's probably not playing his day today. That might be a trap game. Yeah. You're going to go, you're going to go in with, you're going to go in without Williams and Tatum. And maybe they're just gearing up for that Miami game. Maybe they're just, Rest them against Toronto and go against Miami. Yeah, no, been, they're at they're at home. They're at home. They're not in Canada. Like, like you, you yeah. know, I know. I know, but you tell me, like, where are the wheels going to fall off? They're the second best free throw shooting um, free throw percentage team in, in the league. They're second in plus and minus. Sorry to the to the uh, to the Suns. Where are the wheels going to fall off? Yeah, I mean, it, it's Brethren coming with the stats. <laughs> it's um, it, yeah, it's it's not like they're just shooting a crazy percentage and you're like, there's no way this is going to keep up. Like I'm sure there'll be games during the playoffs where they don't shoot well and they still might win by one or two just because their defense grinds the other team down. Mm. And and you'd walk away from wins like that and you go, shit, we probably shouldn't have won that, but we'll take the win. 
we di- we didn't do it by scoring well, and I mean that that's what a championship team needs. Are you? You got you got to win. You got to win ugly. Yeah. Are you, you legitimately? Ugly. I look me in my soul. Are you legitimately going to stop Joel Embiid and Giannis Antetokounmpo seven times in a row? All right, I'm going to give you a good little stat because I got a shitload of stats here. Fuck it, Boston. All right, are the best defensive team in the paint. What What do you want me to do with that? Well, that's Joel Embiid. That's all he does. Oh, it's not Joel Embiid. It is not (laughs) Joel Embiid. He can't shoot a three. He doesn't have to shoot a three. He shoots a mid-range. He shoots a mid-range like a bofo. He shoots like DeMar DeRozan. He's going to shoot over Robert Williams. Nah, we got it. Yes, (laughs) he will. The the, the Joel Embiid stopper. In seven, seven, yes. In seven, yes. In three or four, no. Book in seven, yes. I think that almost be that almost kind of just go, Joel, you score as many as you want. We'll just try and stop hard. But when Joel's off, what's going to happen? He, he can put up 30, 35, 40. Who, but- who is their backup center? Uh, that's a great question. That it was is a fantastic Andre. Question. I don't know who the Sixers' backup center is. I'm, Let me uh, have a cheeky look, see. But, I mean, yeah, I that is the only really bit where you're like, oh, I don't know how they'd go against a true, true big man. But I mean, well, that's, they, they, that's why I said that to Maddie the other day. My worry is coming up against an coming up against a superstar of like Giannis and Joel Embiid. But if Miami you kind of in, avoid one or both until the conference finals, yeah, because I think 100%. there is a world where they where the Celtics could kind of jump over a few people and make the conference finals. But I think yeah, I I'm a little bit more worried about Miami after some stuff going on there. Um, yeah, I'm there's sure a we'll touch it. There's there's a bit but, doing yeah. there. I think they there's might have picked a bit, a bit too early. But I think there's that that's the tester though, isn't it? Like you got someone like Jason Tatum who wants to be an absolute superstar, wants to be you know re- regarded as a top three player in the, in the league. So then you got to get to games like that, and then he has to take over. Yeah, he has to take over games. So he has to be what Giannis is and what Embiid is to you know to um to the Bucks and the Seventy Sixers. He has to be that to to Boston. So the, the best, I guess, the best thing about Boston is at the moment is their supporting cast. Is Williams just just hiding in that corner and he's shooting something stupid like 50% from three. Mm. He's just hiding hiding in that corner. You got Pritchard coming on, who's now's a threat. So they're spreading the floor better. I mm. mean, um, you got Horford, who's probably mate. He belongs in NASA because he's that fucking smart in regards to you know how the game evolves and playing. It's mm. um. I think as a team, as a unit, and and with you know Daniel Thais, who's who fucking gets about six hundred fouls a game. Um, <laughs> they've, they've, they've added more depth here. They got rid of Schroeder. Okay, they didn't need him. I, I like the Derek more, White got, trade a lot. That was a great mate. Player. Derek White's a um, which a stat I didn't know is mate, he's got the second most um, charges in the NBA, and so he's mm-hmm. pretty much Marcus Smart two point Hustling. He just has yeah. a jump shot. That's the difference. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't too good against you, and I still won in fantasy. So I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, I'm reading here. Marcus Smart went one of six from downtown today, and Derek White was a nice little two or four. So yeah, well, he's, yeah, it was good today. Yeah. Well. Also, we're not a fantasy pod. Stop bringing fantasy up, okay? Oh, I will. I, like, 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 in, I feel like Locke's enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. It's not just me giving him a hard time. Normally, it's me, and we're going back and forth. Having the help's nice. It's just, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's sad. But, There's no tennis. It's, yeah. yeah. Also, my my rebuttal to all of this in regards solely to the Timberwolves game today, Kyle Anthony Towns, what the fuck, man? You're only shooting 15 times against a team that 
It's yeah. supposedly the best. I, I don't know how. Team. That's because we didn't let him shoot. Go out to the three point line. Uh, he ne- he never shoots, threes. Dave. He never shoots. That's a big he thing for shoots, us. We don't yeah. understand. Like the one time he shoots, he had sixty points, and it's like this is what happens when you actually try shoot to remember. Shoot, yeah. I'm he only shot. He only really shot three good. from three. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. Like it's because Rob Williams is there. <laughs> Oh, it's because Anthony Edwards was taking all the shots and he should take even more. Fucking hell up, Ant-Man. Mate, he hit five for, he hit five for nine from three. Yeah, and he, yeah, but he hit three in a row late in the third when I think they were down by 30-odd points. So I, yeah. That's all right. All power to Ant-Man. We fucking love Ant-Man. Um, yeah, look, in summation, I think the Celtics do deserve their flowers, but um, I'm on the same stance that like I just don't see them getting out of the East. For me, it's still... It's still a Milwaukee Phoenix finals, and Phoenix gets the yeah, better. Yeah, but on this your year. your words last week, your words were last week, and not on not on a pod. Where there's no way you're getting past Miami, and now Miami's gone. So okay, yeah, the Bucks could go. The Bucks aren't going. The Bucks aren't going. You're not you're reckon the Bucks are going. No, you are not beating the. This is this guy is like the next LeBron. Like Giannis is. He's either going to be in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation or the MVP conversation for the next 10 years or both. And voter fatigue will happen and he's not going to win them. But you know what? He's still going to put up 28, yeah, but he still needs, 12, he still needs, and he still needs Middleton. He still needs Middleton to step up. Not as much. Not as much as what he has needed Middleton to step up. Brooke Lopez there's is still finding his feet. There's been some ugly times where he's needed it. There has been some ugly times, <laughs> but there's also been some games that Middleton's put up 40 and he hasn't had to, and Giannis has been able to just to chill. you got Drew, Drew Holiday, who like just doesn't seem to age. I I don't see... And and Philly still hasn't worked out their shit. Like, Philly still... Tyrus yeah, Maxey Harden is was there. shit today. Yeah. He I'm was touch, shit today. I'm a touch worried about that. I'm, I might have to reel back my Sixers takes. I'm a bit worried. Ty- Tyrus Maxey is, like, more often than not the second best player on that team. And you've got a $40 million man, two $40 million men in James Harden and Tobias Harris. You know, like, it's... And and not to mention Matisse Thibel. You think Matisse Thibel's given up 35 to Tatum in a seven-game series every game? Nah, not happening. I think that'd not be happening. a fun matchup, actually. That would be a sick to watch, matchup. To watch Matisse and, and JT go at it. That would be a mad matchup, but he's. Not- I, just, I just like the fact that when JT's not on, Brown usually steps up, and that, that that's the thing I like about Boston. And that hasn't happened in the past, and that's that's been really good for you guys. Is that like it's Emay's found a way to work the minutes of like it, it's almost like he's going. You know what? First quarter, Jason, you go and do what you got to do. Second quarter, Jalen, it's your turn. Third quarter, yeah. Jason. Then start of the fourth, Jalen, you do it. And then we'll figure out the rest at the end in crunch time. PP, PP, baby. Um, question, question, question. Does Eme go into the coach of the year? No, no, they finish no, first seed, no, Does he go in the coach no, year no, conversation? No, no, no. Uh, I think he goes in the conversation, but he no. doesn't win. I think there's two. Well, he doesn't win, his, but sh- I, I surely think, he goes I in I think he at least cops a mention at the end there. I think going from 11 to 1. Is insanely in his rookie in his rookie year in his rookie year, but also I think he left it a little bit too late. If you know what I mean, you like, can't leave it too late when you win the NBA championship. <laughs> You're not going to win the NBA championship, so it's fine. <laughs> Shit. that's fine. That's fine. I can I can Shit. name three coaches better than Ime Udoka right now. Monty we're, Williams, we're not talking Taylor about Jenkins, and Ty Lue. 
three coaches. Don't give me Ty Lue. Bro, look at your Ty look Lue. at your roster and then look at our roster. We have only had our starting five play in 34 games of the season. We haven't even and had then, that. We've had our starting five play in like 12 games of the season. Are you fucking Yeah, but then you should me? have won all 12 and they didn't. Oh, <laughs> yes, we did. Don't even fucking don't start here. You and your oh, 28 maybe, and he to his, maybe he forgot to change his team. Fucking 28 and 6. Don't, no, don't bring that bullshit here. Don't even fucking start. <laughs> that. Don't bring that bullshit here. All right, well, we did briefly touch on it, but let's just touch on Miami, and then I reckon, you know, we call an early night and make like a chef and get the flock out of here. What what do we reckon is happening in Miami? Like, surely there's something internally going on. So let me just rattle a few things off. So obviously they lost to Philly without Embiid and Harden. They recently lost to Golden State without Steph, Clay, and Dre. They lost to the Knicks without Randall, and they had a 17-point lead in that game. I love how you have to say without Randall as if he's like yeah. on Steph, Clay, and Dre. As if it's I mean, Giannis. Yeah, as if it's like, holy shit, the, the Knicks don't have Randall tonight, boys. We might get this one. I mean, I could have thrown Kevin Walker in there too, but it's Kevin Walker. Wasn't that a good trade? Oh, that was oh mate. Just, oh, that like, was, getting oh. rid of Kemba, that was a great trade. And then uh, OKC getting rid of Kemba was even better. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I don't know what's, I don't know what um, Sam Presti's doing, man. He's a magician down there. He is a magician. It's, it's, it's like a game of 2K to him. He just, yeah, it it's is. just like, oh, what? You're going to give me a first-round pick? Sweet, you can have that but guy. He, That's the fine. crazy thing is he takes a guy for two first-round picks, makes him play really well, and then trades him for another first-round pick. Yeah, it's like, man. how do we just leave? Keep letting him do this. And now they're tanking because they're resting Giddy for the rest oh, of the I season. Oh, I saw that. So they yeah. definitely can't win just, any more games. No, no, no. He's injured, bro. He's injured. Same what thing they did with Shay last year. I think Shay was like, I'm not doing that bullshit again. Yeah. And I think they were like, Josh, all right, go take a seat, mate. Yeah. yeah was that you, you they must write it into the contract now. Like when we tell you to take a seat with 15 games left, you have to take a seat. I'm curious who they pick in the draft. There's some big fellas they could use. Hmm. Right, it's it's, it's going to be an interesting draft and who they take because their guard spot sorted. But yeah. anywhere from three, four, and five, they could take anybody. Yeah, yeah, they could. I wonder if they take a project piece and then take like a Jab- like if they can get high enough, take like a Jabari Smith Jr. And I think Jabari Smith on that team would be unreal too. That would be insane. It'd be like having it'd be like being able to take Scotty Barnes all over again. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it would be yeah. whoo, scary. But anyway, back to Miami. They lost to Brooklyn and were down almost forty points at one point. And then obviously everything that's happened on the sideline with Jimmy Butler and and Spo and Haslam, like. What's happening? They're just they're just kind of crumbling. Like I know how you feel about the bubble boy, Dave. You're, you're not a big time. He's Hero been fan. good, but he he he's deserved his sixth man of the year. I'm only dirty because he went 13th and we had the 14th pick and we took Aaron Naismith. <laughs> yeah, Actually, no, sorry, we took, we took we took we took Romeo Langford at the 14th pick, and then I was like, I want Tyler Hero. It's no different to when I wanted Giannis and we took Kelly Olynyk. Fuck. Yeah, that's, <laughs> tough. that's tough. That's big toughies. I, re- I remember the days you were keen for Shabazz Muhammad, Dave. <laughs> Mate. I, I, think I, we all got, I think we all got hoodwinked by Shabazz. I am, I am 90% sure, if my memory serves me correct, you lent us your iPad so we could watch that draft. In in a lunch. Oh mate, I was it was I remember I, I take Kelly and Lenny. I don't know, don't know much about this Giannis play. He looks a bit skinny and short to me. But <laughs> little I tell you what, it's pretty cool. You get if you get on like Wikipedia and you look through the um the old draft like draft picks, you yeah. go through the last few think, Oh wow, this is stacking. Like, who the hell would pick those? And you look at some plays like who? Yeah, yeah like, like you know, is- going at second, third, fourth, fifth pick, like like Jabari Parker, like shit. Oh, that's tough. That's, oh, that's tough. Dude. No, we're big Jabari oh, Parker. No, I'm not taking no Jabari. Oh, mate, I'm a massive fan of Parker, but no, like, Jabari well. I know, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> 
Oh. I was going to say Michael Kid Gilchrist, but you came in with yeah, Jabari Parker. Yeah, Kid Gilchrist a tough Yeah, one. that as well. <laughs> but, um, well, I mean... Mate, go further down the list and look into, like, the Jordan days and, you know, Garnett's draft, and you look at some pages, like, why didn't they... What? Why? Fire and, your and like in, in the old days, it would be dumb shit too. They'd be like, oh, he's only out of high school. He doesn't really know how to play. Or it's like, oh, yeah, he's like, too it's tall. Like Jordan, and it's Jordan, like, wa- Jordan wore white jersey and it didn't fit him right. So we're going to... We're going yeah, to take like just the dumbest a, a stuff, seven right? foot five big tall white guy who broke down straight away. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is it, like I feel like it now. Now with scouting in the draft, they're kind of like, oh, we'd like a center, but if some unreal guard comes, we'll just take the guard and see what happens. Like I think, teams yeah, well, that's what Philly. Have, that's what Philly did. And took faults and they fucked up. Yeah, and now I thought faults looked good though. I mean, he did look good, but. Like you look at that draft, that that, that draft was pretty deep. Faults at, at number one, he did look good, and then lost as soon as he went on in the NBA, he lost his jump shot. That was that's such a weird thing too. Like imagine if that Sixers team took Tatum and he got Embiid, Simmons, and Tatum. Oh, that would have been yeah, yeah. Because Boston had number one picked in, and they they traded. They swapped, yeah, but, and but I, back down the third. Imagine if Philly just like yeah, sweet trade. We won't take Tatum, and they're like, yep, we'll take Tatum. Oh, I, that, yeah, I don't know how Ainge did that. He had a few of those ones. Yeah. yeah. But um so it goes back to the Garnett and Paul Pierce trade, but that's how he got all that's how he got all his picks. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Very true. Do you remember when everyone was, was keen swindle. for that the pick the Cavs ended up getting for Isaiah Thomas? The eighth everyone was like so keen for this unprotected Nets pick, and it turned into like he's a good player, but Sexton. It turned into Colin Sexton, which is like good, but don't you disrespect Colin not, Sexton? Not, not as big as everyone thought it was gonna be. You know how I feel about Colin Sexton. How dare yeah, you? How dare you? Yeah, that was an I I spoke about that trade the other day with my my mate's a big Cavs fan, and we spoke about that trade. It's like Boston was smart to get rid of IT because of his hip issues, so he actually wasn't going to play the following year. So pretty much, you know, threw a blanket over Cavs organization's eyes, and then bring brought in Kyrie, and then obviously fucked up. Um, but that, that's a pretty smart business. Like in, that's that's this this shit thing about NBA is that it's the business first and foremost. So you, yeah. you don't like someone, you flick them away straight away. I, n- I never liked Mate. IT. I never got that. I Bruh. never, I never liked Bruh. it. Did you, did you see, did you see the short Did you not see him, see him drop block 50 today? points on his I, sister's? I, and like, I get and it and I liked it and it was not, but I was never like, I was, I kind of was disappointed when the Celtics traded or traded him away. Cause I hoped they'd pay him the max and get stuck with him. But I mean, well, they're they never well paying him the max. Yeah. They got rid never. of him. And it's like, I, I didn't, I didn't see it. I don't know. It was just not, like his height is one thing, but it was never sustainable the way he was like. Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge is too smart to pay him. But mate, you think he got? It was the two hundredth pick. Yeah. Like to become an all star from two hundredth pick, like fuck, he, 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 give me another storyline that that happens. Yeah. Well, I'm um I'm keen to see what Danny Ainge does at at Utah. He's not doing much right now. I think. Well, I think if they lose this series, I think everybody not named Donovan Mitchell is gone. Nah. So they're not, they're not looking was, good, eh? I was, nah. listening, I was listening the other day to, I can't remember who it was, but there it sounds like it's going to be the old adage of the coach goes first and there's like sweepstakes on where Quinn Snyder's going to end up, whether it's like the Lakers, um, potentially Miami, but I mean, Spo's not going to be out of a job. And um, the Spurs were the other one. That was the top three teams that he could end up at. Could you imagine Quinn Snyder at the Lakers? I think that would actually be kind of fire. I think it looked like well. Pat Riley. He would look, look like Pat, Pat Riley, Riley back right. on the sidelines. He already uh, looks like Pat Riley. He's just allowed eight wives legally right now. So yeah. <laughs> it's. But uh, I don't know. That's. Yeah. I think. I think everyone's gone on that. If, 
regardless, if they don't win a championship this year, which they won't do, I think everyone's gone on that. Like besides Donovan is gone. I don't know if you can get Rudy still like cemented in the defense. How do you get rid of Rudy Gobert? Twenty yeah. rebounds a game. Yeah, and he's, they might, might he gets played just... off the floor. Like he's especially against Agua Caliente. Like so you, you can you can beat Rudy. Like there's other bigs that you can't really beat. Like Rudy though, you can you can go super small and kind of take him off the floor. I don't know. I just don't see it with him. Mm. Mm. I know. So we gotta talk about Miami, or we just fucking glossing over? Yeah, there? I just saw that. Just, yeah, actually, it's, <laughs> it's, I, I mean, fucking... I'll, I'll touch on it because I was thinking about this. I've, I've watched the clip a few times of Butler and Spo going at it. Did you hear and what he supposedly said? Yeah, I, I <laughs> what he apparently said. Um, shout out to the guy who was like courtside filming as well. Well done. Yeah. Great court awareness. Um, I'm actually less worried about that than the actual results on the court because oh, really? I feel like the team they've put together is a team of guys who are just like dogs, right? Who just want to win, who have always been, who's all, who've always had that mentality, like Morris, Butler, Lowry, Bam, like all these guys, you put them together, you're going to get frictions like, mm. like this. Yeah, um, for sure. But if you do it, you need to be winning. I think yeah. it's not, not a great look if they're not winning. Yeah, well, they were number one only a few days ago and now they're only half a game up from fourth. So yeah, it's lost their last four. Last yeah. Four or five. Yeah. Last four, last four on the trot. So, um, and I mean, it doesn't help when the teams around you are winning and the East has been so like one through eight has been so congested, but uh, like for the entire year. So the, you know, the, you, you see it. They got time, they got time right to turn around. They got time to turn around. If something's happening in the dressing room, um, it's nothing's going to get turned around in, in a month or two. Yeah. Nothing. If it's, you know, if it's a jump shot here or there, if it's ball movement, if it's, you know, on the defensive end, that can get fixed. That can come around pretty quickly. But if there's, if there's something going on behind the scenes where there's some, you know, where there's training, that, that shit doesn't get fixed for, you know, for, for a while, for, for a long time. Yeah, yeah. The thing that, the only thing that stresses me out is they're one of the deepest teams in the league and they're still not finding a way to win. Like Mate, that's what Victor Oladipo is getting like 10 minutes a game. He was class and paces. Yeah. But I'm talking, I'm talking like, and and Locke's gonna hit me with a who, but I'm talking like the the I don't know which twin it is, whether it's Caleb or Cody Martin. I think it's Caleb Martin. It's there. Oh, the know. Hornets. Is he? I know. I know the Martin. Yeah, twins. yeah. And then you go, <laughs> yeah, because they were both at the Hornets last year, and people used to get them mixed up. Then you go. I thought there was only one. He just played a lot of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You're my boy, Duncan Robinson. You got Max Struess as well. Yeah, Tyler Hero, Hero Martin, obviously the, Depot. the the bubble man. Like it's and and Dwayne Dedman. When did he find a jump shot? Since when is he shooting threes the way yeah. that he's shooting I threes? Mean, like it's and then you got you got brethren that are not even getting game time that were that were filling in during all the COVID times, like the Omer Yurtsevans and and uh, the Gabe Vincents who? and whatnot. Like it's who? it's insane. They <laughs> yeah, are, <who's> back? <laughs> they're so they're so deep, but they're still not finding a way to win. And that's what that's what stresses me out, to be fair. Uh, that that just tells you something's happening. Yeah, yeah it tells I, me something's happening. I, something I do has think happened. so too. I think things would have to be pretty bad in the locker room to kind of get these guys. Like, like Butler's not a known leader of men, I must say. Like, he's happy to lead <laughs> really? him into a fight. He's, he's happy to lead him into a fight. Like, but when you look at all the Butler situations, it's like, wasn't happy in Chicago, wasn't happy in Minnesota. Wasn't but, happy Butler, in- Butler and Harden, same, same. I, I think Butler's, maybe because Butler's more outward with it. I think people think Butler's worse, but it's like at some point, 
if everybody's an arsehole, you're the arsehole, man. Like, <laughs> and I respect it when they're, I respect it when they're playing well, when they're winning. And if he was, th- if he was saying to Spo, do you want to fight me? And he goes out there and drops 40 and they win. Like it's a different conversation we're having, mm. but because they're doing it and they're losing and they're losing against teams they should be beating. And he's shooting really- near sub 20% and, from and downtown. He's struggling. Yeah. Yeah. That, that always, that always rattled me when he was in like the top six for the MVP chat. And he was like, shooting like fucking 18% from three. It's like, I get it with Giannis. Like, I get that. You don't have to have a three, but like in today's day and age, bro, if you don't have a three, then you're struggling on all kinds of levels. All kinds but, of levels. I mean, he's just a confidence guy, isn't he, Butler? And that's how yeah. he gets you. He's like, I'm in the MVP conversation. You're like, yeah, but you're not. He's like, yeah, I am. And you're like, oh, okay, sure. Like, <laughs> if you say so, and he ends up in the MVP conversation. Yes. Yes, he does indeed. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, I think we've run our natural course for tonight. Thanks again to Dave for coming on. Anything you uh, you want to shout, Dave? Anything you want to send the people towards? Bleed green. Is that what? No, don't bleed green. No, fuck off. You don't, <laughs> get to you, don't get to, you don't get to talk for the rest of the pod. Lock, who do we have to thank for this beautiful, beautiful pod? We have to thank yourself, myself, Dave, the fans, the academy, all of the people who came. You know, linesman, ball boys, the linesman, appreciate everyone. Them. Um, you can Ooh, also. I might use this chat. I might use this chat for my fantasy uh, NBA finals tomorrow. No, don't. Nah, don't. <laughs> We're not a fantasy pod. Shut the fuck but, up. Um, I know that. Locke's enjoying it. You're hurting it's good. me. I'm loving it. I'm, you're making I'm loving me it. cry. Come on, any, Dave. Anytime you want, jump on. I'm up for it. Oh, you're making oh, mate, me I'm going to get thumped anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, playing but, playing yeah. the number one seed, no Tatum tomorrow, no Rob Williams. I'm down about 45 points to start and about 20 rebounds. Uh, tough. Unlucky, it's tough. mate. Unlucky. So, Shout uh, out to Simon. Simon's going to be the champion. Good on him. <laughs> but Good on um, him. also thanks to the cover. Find them at the cover au and the cover.com.au. And you can find us at the fifth and dribble on all your socials. Where can Just they Google find us. you, Dave? Find me, Dave Harvey17. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter. That's about it, really. That's about Give it. Me on Facebook, I won't accept because I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> Stranger danger. That's it. <laughs> Stranger danger indeed. All right. Well, thanks again, Dave, for coming on. Locke, always a pleasure. And uh, we will see you in the next one. Peace. See you in the next one. Laters.